This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. Yak Gadget, made in America, based outside of Nashville, Tennessee. Yak Gadget offers all kinds of storage accessories, quick mount motor mounts, anchor systems, track mounted accessories, even paddles. Go to yakgadget.com and get your kayak decked out for your next trip out on the water. The 153 Bay Company, based in Troy, Ohio, make everything from plastics to custom painted hard baits. Hook them hard and hook them off. All of our baits are made to order and all of our hard baits are hand painted to order. So go to the153anglers.com to place your order today. To hell and back is in the job description. Being roughed up, scuffed up, run over, kicked, thrown, dropped, dunked, and done the unthinkable is a duty we've embraced for more than 40 years. Through superior engineering and constant innovation, only Pelican has conquered the chaos a life of ambition can dish out. And we've done it to empower you. Welcome to the Real Down on Battle and Fin with your hosts, Dan Perry and Jimmy Skinner, where we talk about everything in tournament kayak fishing. Here we go. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to The Real Down, live on another Monday night. Uh, just me tonight. Got got a special guest. Dano wanted to take the night off, so we obliged. Enjoy your night off, my friend. Uh, be sure to like and share this up. Let's get some people on here. We've got another great show. We're kind of taking a step back a week. We're covering the uh, first stop of the Paddle and Fin Trail Series at uh, Tippecanoe. And with that being said, we're going to bring on one of the tournament directors and the queen of Paddle and Fin, Miss Susie Q. What's up, Susie? What's up, everybody? Bring the energy. <laughs> right? 
It's uh, it's been a little bit, you know. Uh, I haven't actually done like my own podcast thing uh, in quite a while, actually since November. So, uh, you know, Ooh. kind of being like a host or whatnot type of thing. It's just like, whoa, this is kind of weird, you know. But uh, I'm actually in the works of uh, getting my podcast uh, started back up. So I'm going to have uh, one episode here in May, which I'm going to be working on. So, uh, but yeah, this is my studio now. I'm in my garage right now where I have everything set up. So, uh, Looks yeah, good, though. yeah, I, like, where all I the can magic see your little paddle and fin thing going on back there. I like it, <laughs> right? Yeah. That's what for anybody watching and notices. I've, I seem to change where I do the podcast basically every week. Um, usually I do it in the camper, I got my nice little backdrop set up. Well, uh, I was telling Susie before the show the way that kind of works is, is where the bench and table is, is what converts to the bed. So, usually you can just fold the mattress and everything out of the way. And now I can't do that because I bought a mattress that I cannot move. So I have officially lost my podcasting space again, and we've came back to the dining room. So I don't know if I could convince the wife to let me do much work in here. And I kind of don't want to anyway. So maybe I can be cool like Brian and Jay and get a, uh, a little studio time. So if anybody's right. listening, I've got like a little room or a closet I can borrow. Holler at me. <laughs> well, what's, what's been up, Susie? I hadn't seen you since uh, Dale Hollow. I know. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a minute. So, uh, yeah, a week ago we had our first uh, Pedal and Fin Trail series stop on the Tippecanoe River. So I uh, had some excitement with that. Uh, we had a total of 11 anglers sign up for that. And, uh, you know, granted, you know, we've all been hyped up and excited for our trail series this year. And granted, with the low numbers, it can be disheartening sometimes, but uh, it doesn't um, impact our performance and our, you know, attitudes toward everything. We make sure that uh, everybody is set up for success. We give it our best and give it our all and make sure everybody has a good time and a positive experience. And again, you know, show that uh, it's always all about the anglers and everything. So I think everybody was uh, pretty happy with uh, the way it turned out. Oh, no. Yeah. Everybody I've talked to, you know, at the open that we did, a um, couple of the people I talked to that were actually at that first tournament y'all did. Everybody's happy with it. And uh, like me and Dan said it again, you know, the people that aren't signing up and haven't made it, you're only hurting yourself because these guys are getting a way better chance at some decent money for you know, a day on the water. Um, but with that being all said, you know, like you said, it's not going anywhere and it's only going to get better. And I'm, I know y'all and especially Brian, Brian's not a quitter. He, he, may, <laughs> nope. he may have his, I'm selling everything and I quit days, <laughs> but like 15 minutes later, he's came back and he already has like an extra job or responsibility. <laughs> like, my man's right. always grinding. So, <laughs> well, with, uh, with that being said, uh, let's get on the winners. Uh, we have Mr. Jackson Orr, one of my favorite people to talk to because he's always so nice. He never says anything bad about anybody. And uh, Mr. New Canoe, Matt Gibson, your first and second, first and second consecutively. What's going on, guys? Hey, thanks for having us on the show tonight. Appreciate it. Yeah, it's awesome. Sorry that it was a week late. <laughs> we we kind of messed with our scheduling a little bit and then had kind of scheduled over that event and didn't realize it. And then Brian was like, no, nah, go ahead and do it a week late. So I'm glad because I wanted to, wanted to see how it was because it was definitely somewhere I wanted to go and I, I was supposed to be there, but work work didn't allow it. So uh, 
for anybody that doesn't know you guys, I know we've had both of you on Jackson. We've had you on a few times. Uh, I, Matt, have you been on the reel down? I know I've been on the new canoe show and stuff like that with you. I couldn't remember if we've had you on the reel down. Yeah. Uh, it was after crossroads last year. That's right. That's right. Or yeah. This year, whatever year it was. Yeah. yeah. One of them. Yep. <laughs> well, uh, well, Matt, for anybody that doesn't know who you are, tell, tell us about you. Uh, Matt Gibson, uh, located kind of in central Indiana here. Um, regional director for team new canoe, great lakes. Uh, and then also the great North now. Uh, so that keeps me pretty busy. Uh, tournament fisherman here in the state, um, uh, tournament director with IKA as well. Uh, Indiana kayak anglers. So awesome. Jackson, what about you, man? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm 18 years old. Uh, been kayak fishing for, I think it's my fifth year now. Uh, fifth year doing tournaments, uh, second year doing like the national scene, I guess. Um, and been, been very blessed and, um, going to Carson Newman university, uh, to, to fish for their team, um, this August. So I, I couldn't be uh, more excited for that. Yeah. I was going to bring it up, but I wanted to know, I didn't know how that was working. If you were like getting to kind of fish in the summer or fish now, or if it was like a the year after this, you know, 2022 start. So you you start in August. Yeah. I'll start in August. I'm still a senior. Um, so I've got to finish my senior year first and I'll I'll go to Carson Newman in August. And then whenever they, whenever I figure out my partner, um, who knows when that's going to be, but uh, after that gets all figured out, I'll start fishing for the team. So it's very exciting. No, that's awesome. And that obviously that's, that's boats, right? That's, yeah, yeah, it's boats. And then uh, also there's a kayak uh, fishing, uh, college kayak fishing series that I might do a few, um, few yeah. events. Uh, Chad Hoover came up with that, so that, that would be, that'd be cool. Yeah, that's what I, I know that uh, I didn't know about up there. I know down here we've got some people really pushing for uh, kayak divisions in high schools yeah. and a couple of the smaller colleges. But Like I'm trying to remember how it worked, but like – somehow they got it where they could qualify through the kayak series, but the championship that was put on, that was the only thing they had to have a boat for. So however these clubs work it out, basically it's like these like 10 schools can qualify with kayaks, but it's a national championship with guys that have been fishing in boats all year. So it was kind of cool, but we've got, we've got some guys that are really pushing that kind of stuff down here. So I didn't know if that's starting to show up, up y'all's away any, but, but that's cool. Well, uh, just because we hadn't seen Susie in a while, Susie, I want you to tell us a little bit about the tip of canoe river and area. Well, (laughs) 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 wow, put me on the spot here. Um, Wow. Yeah. So uh, tip of canoe is in um, kind of like central ish Indiana, I would say. Um, I can't tell you exactly how many miles it runs because I'm not quite that familiar with it. Um, But I know it is a awesome smallmouth fishery. And uh, we had our home base there in uh, Monticello, Indiana, and uh, the Sportsman, um, Sportsman, Sportsman Inn. Sportman, yeah, bleh, Sportsman Inn uh, was uh, awesome enough to uh, let us use their clubhouse. 
for our event that weekend. So we kind of had nice. this little building to itself where they kind of have um, like meetings, like wedding receptions, that type of thing. We had it all to ourselves to use for the uh, for that weekend. So that was really nice of them. And it was right next to the water too. So in between, uh, you know, our live streams and whatnot, we'd run down and toss a few lines in the water and whatnot, watch people go by. But um, yeah. yeah, you're not going to keep you all out of the water. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's like all, all the guys that are that get in the water and are covering live. You know, every one of them is taking their fishing gear with them. Oh, yeah. I, I saw just as many like I, I'm part of the little group chat from when we were at uh, Del Hollow. So I, I was keeping up with it that way all weekend or all day. And, you know, I could see the videos coming in and then there'd be pictures of like, oh, look at the fish I'm on. <laughs> and I was, like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, you can't get these guys to work through the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> and that would be sacrilege <laughs> well that's uh it sounded like a really cool place i know that i think it was the couple of weeks prior to that i think it was i heard that there was a bunch of good smallmouth being caught up that way and then brian had would kind of talked it up saying that there's always some you know 19 and 20 inch smallmouth pulled out of there yeah um, there are but uh i guess the the big thing that i think that might have been a factor with um you know uh, the event maybe having low numbers was that um, the weather for one thing, because right. is it that Tuesday that it snowed, I believe, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, yeah. yeah. And it just yeah. like that cold front came through and just messed everything it up. Did. It yeah, was it just, did. oh my gosh, it was, I was mad that it snowed for one thing. <laughs> I mean, it's not really uncommon for it to happen in April, but just yeah. it was just kind of one of those things where you're just like, all right, come on now. Okay. It, for, it's the, for the Southern guy in the group, that sounds absurd. <laughs> snow in April. I'm over here like, wow, it snowed in April. It you're like, oh, yeah. It, <laughs> it can happen, but yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, that cold front came through and kind of, um, you know, it stuck around for quite a while, even through the weekend. And for like probably a good majority of the weekend, there was like a hundred percent chance of rain for that Saturday. So I know that probably affected uh, some of the guys' decisions too, to sign up. But luckily, uh, as it got closer and closer to Friday, that hundred percent kept on dropping and dropping. And so eventually it dropped down to like, I don't even remember what it was, but the rain didn't actually start until like right about close to lines out, which is, you know, Fabulous. pretty fortunate. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I was glad to, you know, have the anglers have a little bit of relief there. Um, but it was still kind of, you know, chilly, overcast conditions and whatnot. And uh, from what I remember, I think the water temps were 50s, I believe. I think like super high 50s. I, I high think. 50s. I, I think yeah. so. Yeah. yeah. So for you, for y'all more northern people than this guy <laughs> with with y'all's temperatures obviously y'all are kind of like behind us as far as like the seasons change and everything do the fish seem to be pretty active in the like low mid 50 range though considering that's a good warm-up from what the winters are there because you know like a winter winter here we might see like i mean obviously it'll get cold but you know let's say like mid to high 40s so like certain places I fish, you really don't start seeing the good activity until you like get near touching 60, you know, and things like that. What's it, what's it like for, for anybody that's not familiar with, you know, those kind of areas, you know, a little Northern of us Southern people. I mean, it can be, it can be different from like, so I'm more in central Indiana. It can be different down here than what it is down South. And then where Jackson is, it can be even, even more different than that. 
But yeah, I mean, mid forties, if, if we have sun and it's in the mid forties, uh, the water temperature, the, those fish, I mean, they'll start swimming around being a, a little more active. Yeah, I agree. It's not like you're going to go out there and just smash them on a buzz bait or something like that. But I mean, they'll, you know, they'll, they'll definitely eat. Um, That's why I don't do good when I go fishing North because I don't care. I'm still going to throw that buzz bait. In there. <laughs> yeah, I actually got my first uh, buzz bait fish today. So I was pretty excited about that. I, I, I call, I, I've been using that um, accent Jacob Wheeler series, the finesse. I've got both series, but that finesse one, I just can't like put it down. Yeah, and it's like I haven't been throwing. I haven't thrown a buzz bait in years, and it it's been a good year so far. Nothing like crazy size, but just being able to like kind of call your shot with it every now and then. Yeah, like starting to see the activity on the surface. You know, toss it over there and get you a bite. It, it's it's hard to put it down. I've been playing with a P- PH custom. It's called a toad toter. Uh, mm-hmm. Toad on it, but it's a but it's a straight in line. Uh, yeah, bait, which is a little bit different. Uh, I've got some, we did a, we did a, the final cast, me and Brad Hicks, we did a show with, uh, I think his name's Andrew that does tackle talk. And I brought out one of my like 1994 (laughs) double inline buzz baits. And they were like, what is that? And I was like, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) you don't know nothing about this. (laughs) I've only got one left and I won't throw it because it's literally the only one I have left. (laughs) Well, we're going to get on a tackle talk. I'm going to get off this. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, uh, so the weather was bad or potentially bad. So that kind of messed up potential participation, which I mean, why wouldn't you go? The fish are wet anyway. Just get some rain gear. And then, you know, this has happened to me too. I've not gone because of weather. And then, like you said, Susie, the weather didn't roll in until it was almost over. So, you know, for some people, you could have still had most of a good day of fishing and then got off the water and cleared it. And yep. You know, based off the numbers, I got them right here. So, like Susie said, there was 11 anglers. Uh, Jackson was the only guy with the limit. Um, and Matt, Matt, you were hot on his tail with only four fish. So, the numbers, Jackson had 88 and a half. And Matt had 73 and a quarter with big fish at 20 and a half, which was, was a killer fish. Susie was blowing up the chat. Like... <laughs> Matt just caught a donkey. <laughs> yeah. Titus, Titus was actually, uh, he'd actually just left. So. Oh, <laughs> that was a tank. Oh, man. Titus, you're fired. <laughs> hey, with, with only 11 people in it, y'all could have just stayed from start to finish with these guys. <laughs> yeah. I, I think you're trying to get a little fishing in, which I don't blame them. I knew. I would have been fishing right beside you. Y'all would have been mad. <laughs> I'm going to go Jackson's on fish. I'm going to fish clean up right behind you. We're going to go over this. So, yeah, it was, it was a tough day, but y'all y'all stuck it out and gunned it out. So uh, we talked about the weather a little bit, Matt, but uh, walk us through the, your day. So coming in, I kind of had a mindset that I was going to, you know, I was going to kind of swing for the fences. Uh, I was going to go for the win uh, and, and just catch the biggest bag I could. Um, through some bigger baits and, and that's kind of what I stuck to all day. Um, actually Jackson and I fished the exact same stretch. I saw him in the morning. Um, and he, I took off and then he kind of fished, but, uh, you know, kind of back behind me a little ways. So, but yeah, we were actually on the same stretch. That's awesome. Well, uh, real quick, uh, Chris Yonk said, was the river much different North and South of the base depth, current, et cetera. There we go. 
clicked off. Uh, I'm assuming base. He's talking home base, maybe for the headquarters. I'm not really sure. Yeah, home base. Yeah, was the um, Monticello um, area because we could go. That was like about central. So we measured from like the northern first boundary to the southernmost part, and that was right about middle. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's what we kind of called home base. Gotcha. Yeah. So to I'm, his question, is it much different? It, I don't know how it was that day, but the day when I fished the fur, uh, furthest north stretch and then where, where Jackson and I fished uh, down south, um, they almost look like different rivers to me. I don't know if, if it's the same with you, Jackson. Uh, the, the northern, the northern section up there. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's got I, a lot I of fish that's, yeah. It's got a lot of grass <laughs> in it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Which is which is kind of different than what Jackson and I fished. Um, Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. It, it, it's, it's not as, uh, the river's not flowing as hard up there as what it, what it is uh, down where we fished. So Yeah, it was moving pretty fast where we were. Yeah, yeah, and that's been my experience is the, the northern stretch is a little, a little shallower, a little more rock in it uh, than, than what, than what we fish in the lower section. So were y'all doing it as a float or were y'all uh, like paddling up, floating down or floating yeah, down and working your way back up? There's no way you're going to paddle up. Yeah. That. <laughs> yeah, so it, it's flowing yeah. that good. Huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's, it's moving. So yeah, like, like so, I'd power, I'd power pull down in the river and I mean, the river would sometimes like even take me with my power pole. Like my power pole would like drag me <laughs> the rocks. Like, <laughs> wow! Yeah, it was moving. I've done that with a stakeout before in uh, when I was in uh, Wisconsin, and that's just a. I mean, like I know I'm safe, you know, and I, but it's a, it's like a different feeling when you're like this is my my anchor this is what's going to hold me here and then you keep going down the river and you're like <laughs> it just feels like you're like at the mercy of the river at that point and you're like well yeah. this situation just got worse and then it gets frustrating cuz that i think anchoring in kayak fishing is probably the thing that frustrates me the most is trying to hold position a lot of i mean not like you're using a bow mount or anything like that do, do you have a bow mount set up on your unlimited i do now you do now <laughs> <laughs> I just got that. I, yeah, I just got it mounted. Uh, we, you know, Jackson uh, fished it too. We, we had an IKA event over the weekend on a, you know, fairly large body of water, and it was gusting pretty good. So I'm glad I had that that motor for this weekend yeah. for sure. Yeah. And Jackson, you're using that one-off uh, 360, aren't you? Yeah, I got 360. I, I love. It. I actually. I probably wouldn't have been able to catch some of my fish on the tippy without that 360. It was insane. Like wherever I wanted to go, wiggle into. I mean, I can just you know like it was almost like spotlock at that point. So it definitely. I, I've messed with a few of them. It, it's really cool. It. I just don't feel like I'm coordinated enough to do all of that. 
Like it was a lot of pedaling. Like if I'm if I was being honest, like my legs were starting to hurt trying to like get back <laughs> up that river. And I mean, it was moving. Like like Matt was saying, like it's crazy. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. I while fishing it, I didn't feel like it was moving that hard. And yeah. then going back and look at some of Titus's videos, I was like, holy cow! Like yeah. it was. <laughs> it was I just, yeah, I, I noticed it more when I like try to go back up and fish something that I saw <laughs> that looked nice. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, there'd be times where we'd be getting videos from either uh, Jeff or Titus, and you could hear Titus, he'd be sitting still, but you'd hear his torquita going, <laughs> yeah. you know, because he's like, I'm like, yeah. man, that river's moving good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, his torpedo got a got a workout over the yeah, week. Yeah, that. <laughs> I could definitely see after using the eleven oh three when we were at Del Hollow, the noise difference. Like that's almost worth that buy to me. Like I don't have either one of them, but I've I've used one that's just the old four oh three that makes all the racket, and then I used uh, Grimsley's eleven oh three, and it's just quiet and running six miles an hour up the river, and I was like. Man, I think I could almost justify to a couple thousand dollars. <laughs> I don't think That's my wife agreed with that, though. Yeah, we're getting closer to that three range. It's getting a little. Whew. <laughs> well, that's awesome. You did, so, uh, Matt, back to your your day of fishing. Uh, did you get on them pretty quick? Kind of break down. I mean, you don't have to give away any secrets or anything, but kind of no. how your fishing was. And and to be completely honest with you, I threw a glide bait. Uh, all day is what I threw. Nice. Uh, now, I am by no means a glide bait expert. It's something that, that actually one of our teammates, Jimmy, is uh, on on Team New Canoe that's that's kind of helped me through it, and that's Andy Knott. Uh, that dude mm-hmm. is is a freak when it comes to throwing <laughs> big baits on the river. Like, he throws very, very big baits. Um, and honestly, I just wasn't comfortable with it until, until a few times the, him and I went out and uh, started getting bit on it, man. It's it's an addicting bite too. Um, <laughs> once you get one on it, you don't want to put it down the rest of the day. I can tell you that. I think that's part of the reason I don't give it a chance is I don't need any. Like I already screw myself out of a lot of good fishing days because instead of adapt and overcome, I'm like, no, top water, you will happen, and never happen. <laughs> I still throw it all day anyway. If if I ever get bit on a glide bait because I've had some follows. Mm-hmm. and the few times i've thrown it and that gets me hyped up if i ever like get a good fish on it that's the end of it i will be selling everything and i'll be one of these idiots with ten thousand dollars and baits in one box you know no oh it is it is it it's uh and it, it's actually i'm learning this very versatile bait you can do a lot of different things with it uh in a lot of different actions um it's it's fun on the river especially Amen, Chris. <laughs> yeah, it's I. You know, I, I I hate on all my buddies I see throwing throwing that stuff, but when they do hook up into something, it's usually quality. It's not the right one. I've seen. I mean, I've seen the six inch fish eat at the eight inch bait too, though. So, mm-hmm. yep. well, that's cool. You uh, using some some kind of custom or what? Glad bait were you? Uh, it's actually uh, River City swim baits. Uh, he's he's a he's a smaller builder, uh, great guy out of I believe Virginia, um, and yeah, he just he makes some killer glide baits, man. And they're for a custom glide bait, it, it's it's not that bad priced. 
Um, it's it's actually pretty good. I just Googled them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Susie has made an order. <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> Looks like they start at about 85, but uh, they look pretty yeah, good, though. Good. I mean, like, I'm looking at the detail yeah. here on them, and, yeah, they're looking that, really nice. I, I'm a sucker for a bait that looks good. And we've got a guy in Tennessee that does, uh, I think his name's Ryan. He does fish 30-acre baits. And him and a good buddy of mine are, like... He makes the baits. My buddy kind of tests everything for him. And he always is bringing me all these crazy looking gizzard shad baits and these, you know, now they make stuff for musky fishing too. So some of it's kind of yeah. ridiculous sized, but I still like, I'm like, I don't throw that, but I might give you 150 bucks for that. It looks, good. <laughs> it looks really cool hanging on my wall. Yeah. And that's, I, I kind of have a threshold right now uh, for, from my baits and it's like I, I i can't get over that hundred dollar mark like for a bait i i just can't do it i haven't yeah, been I, there yet either <laughs> you know i started with that i won't spend more than five i won't spend more than seven mm. i won't buy jackhammers i have a whole box of jackhammers now what is that they're dangerous yeah. like after christmas this year i put together i got one of those new plano jig boxes which are awesome for holding chatter baits and then i filled that thing up one side's Jack is the first two rows and the other side's my jigs. And I was joking around with my, with my wife and I was like, you ever seen a $400 tackle box? And then I got to counting and I was like, oh crap, it costs more than that. <laughs> and now like I'm scared to take it on the river. Yeah. Like, I, I had it in the, in the front hatch of the boat, like tucked away. Like, no, <laughs> this one box can't disappear. <laughs> I'm kind of a, I'm kind of a balsa freak. So oh. I, know, I know exactly what you're talking about. So. Oh. I'm glad that I don't like I, when I was younger, I used to love throwing crankbaits and now I, I'll throw a square bill for about 14 seconds and then put it back up. Like, I don't even know why I have cranking rods. <laughs> I don't use them, but I'm glad that I don't have that addiction that I used to. Cause I still like, I'm part of some of the raffle pages on Facebook and I'll see one run across the thing and I'll put my money in for it and win it. And it's still <laughs> sitting in the box. I've got so many BT tens and twelves. I will absolutely yeah. not use, but it'll be some rare color that they did for like one month. And I'm like, I need it. <laughs> but one of these days I can retire on all the dumb crap I've got in there. So <laughs> I don't know. At the same sense, I'm one of those kind of people that I'll hit that point where I'm like, okay, I got to downsize, but I don't have the patience to sell anything. Same so like, <laughs> I, yeah, I put together a plastic tote like this of bait and boxes not too long ago. Told myself I was going to sell it at our local tackle swap. We do for the high school fishing team. I couldn't make it. So I literally just gave it all away the other day. Like a guy came over and I was like, what do you want? And he's like, well, I'll take all of it. And I was like, all right, cool. That's and then awesome. I was thinking about it and I was like, man, that was a lot of money, <laughs> but I don't care. Like I'd rather, you know, people don't want to buy certain things and then you have to like sell this guy, this and this guy, yeah. that and screw that. Just take, I told him, I was like, then just take all of it. I just give me the box. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So, so Jackson, Mr. Winter, why don't you walk us through, you call you call how many fish did you end up catching total? I don't know. I, I kind of caught a lot of fish. I wasn't using big baits so like that was. I, I was using yeah. the rig and then a crankbait, a DT6. Nice. Um, but I, I probably caught, if I'm being honest, I probably caught tw 20 to 25 fish. But a lot, 
some some of them weren't keepers though. They were just you know your little like ten inchers. But um, I've only I've only fished that river. That was my only my second time fishing that river. Um, the first time was a uh, Indiana kayak anglers event back in 2019. Um, and I just went in there blind and was fortunate to win that. So I just thought I'd go in blind again and fish the same stretch. And you know it um, panned out for me um, the way I hoped it did. And just fishing net rig on riprap and um, like eddy stuff on the side of the river. And I mean, they were there and seawalls, they were there. Very nice. It, so it kind of set up for, for anybody that knows anything about fishing, moving water like that. It sounds like they were exactly where you, they would kind of be expected to be. Yeah. You know, it, yeah. Like from when I was maybe. there. Yeah. When I was there in like 2019, like I just fished it the exact same way. And I mean, I literally, like, I had deja vu, like, for, like, like, five minutes into the tournament um, in 2019, uh, I cast it against the seawall and caught a 21-incher, and it, like, jumped and everything, and I got it in, and then I did the exact same thing during this tournament and caught a 17 and three-quarter. It jumped everything. I thought it was the same fish. Like, it looked like the 21-incher. I was like, holy <laughs> smokes, like, is this really going to happen? <laughs> but no it, they were like they were like i had waypoints and everything and they were i almost caught a fish in every single waypoint wow so. that's awesome how long of a float did y'all have like how the stretch y'all floated i, I think it was like, wasn't it like seven and a half miles matt or like seven yeah something like that something like that yeah yeah it wasn't too bad no that's that's a pretty good one what i think about like you know this is my kind of fishing too what, what i think about is you know the water's moving so fast, you know, is seven miles going to be enough? Will I be able to slow down enough and effectively fish in the short distance? Cause you know, you yeah. saw, uh, I don't know if you fished the Logan Martin event for Bassmaster last year that guys were doing uh, did, the 12. And, yeah. Yeah. You know, guys were doing the 12 and 15 mile float and that river was running. Yeah. And you know, was, you could still, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so that, that kind of stuff plays in my head. Like, like, okay. Like, uh, for either any of y'all that would know, was the rate that the river was flowing up and faster than usual because of the the weather and the snow and runoff and things like that, or was that about how that river always is? I thought it was. I mean, it looked kind of normal. I mean, what do you think, Matt? Yeah, it, it's interesting. So that part is below the dam, uh, so it's kind of regulated and it's kind of you know yeah they, they can hold water. They can do a lot of things up there. Uh, yeah, I think it looked. I mean, it it felt pretty normal. That's actually the first time I fished that stretch, but I mean, it looked like the stretch above that one uh, that I fished last year. I mean, it looked fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish; it's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Looked pretty normal. Watercolor is pretty normal. A little dingy, but one too bad. Oh, I like I like a little color. Yeah, yeah. Clear water sucks. I'm sorry. It does. It's terrible. <laughs> if, you, if you tell me like it's like, hey, this is your choice this weekend. You go to Lake Lanier and you can see the bottom in 30, 40 feet, or you can go to Pickwick and it's red. I'm going to Pickwick. Like <laughs> I like I'd my do the same. I do. The yeah. Same. 
<laughs> yep. I'll agree. Well, back back to you, Jackson. So you uh you got into the tournament kind of late, didn't you? Uh you were did you sign uh, up the night before? <laughs> yeah, I almost forgot to sign up because I I, uh, <laughs> I floated with one of my good buddies, Blake Spurgeon. Um and we had this all this float all planned out and he like texted me at like ten thirty, I think, to sign up because he said like sign up in soon and I I was gonna sign up and I forgot and I was getting ready for bed and everything and it was like I think it was like eleven like forty or something. Eleven thirty eight. Yeah, eleven thirty eight. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah, Susie's like, oh, going off and she's like, What is this? <laughs> I was waiting for it, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, but no, I I was super glad I signed up. I, I had a lot of fun tournament or not, I mean that I was a blast and then you guys I mean you guys ran it very well. I mean you paid out very well it was like professional tournament like it really was i mean granted there was only 11 people which i think in the future that number is going to keep going up um and the weather had to do with that but i mean it was insane like i had a great time like at the check-in uh i mean it, it was like i was at like a hobie tournament like that's kind of what it felt like like it wasn't like your average local tournament so y'all hear that oh, yeah, it was we're gonna crop that and we're just I gonna like play it. that over like and over it. and over because <laughs> that's yeah. what everybody's comparing everything to everybody knows hobie runs a killer event and paddling fins just trying to give more anglers those kind of opportunities to make it about them and treat them well and you know you hit it you hit it on the head they i, I don't have anything to do with the with the trail you know Susie and matt and a lot of these guys they put in time and effort and they're doing it good and i think like like I said at the beginning, I haven't heard a single bad thing about it, um, other than wish more people had showed up because the pot would have been bigger. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, it's only the first year. I mean, everyone started yeah. out like that too. Like, um, yeah. like for instance, like Topwater, um, they're out of like Michigan. They started, I think, like two two years ago, maybe. And I mean, they they're already three. or yeah. three years ago, and they're already. I mean, it's and, like like. They're awesome too. They're huge and like they, they've yeah. like blown up. They've got like these different segment things now. Yeah, they've got awesome. like weekday tournament. It's it is so amazing yeah. what those guys mm-hmm. have been doing. Yeah. It, it gives us more opportunity. Like, I mean, you gave us an opportunity to have fun on a river. Um, an amazing river that I mean, I don't think a lot of people know how great it is and right. got, like more opportunities for us anglers to fish and have fun. Yeah. Heck yeah. For real. Yeah, and it, it it's I think it'll only get better. Uh, I, I I can't wait to see where it goes. You know, I was a big believer that it's kind of an oversaturation with tournaments in in our world. But you know, as soon as I had a discussion about that, like this time last year, and right after I had all these talks, is when the whole kayaking like craze had like hit. And you you know, me and Dan covering the reel down and covering tournaments. You know, we went from seeing clubs that you never saw have more than twenty people in them to clubs and states you didn't know they kayak fished in having <laughs> 70 and 80 people you know every other weekend and it, it's insane so it, it's definitely a good move by not just paddle and fin but all sorts of these clubs and tournament series you know giving everybody more opportunity because you're you know like I, I run a small thing down here in alabama and like we've got one coming up on pickwick and like just some of the people that's been messaging me about coming that aren't local but they're like hey i'm actually traveling from here to this state and saw it's that weekend. Do you know anywhere to stay? I'm going to hit that. And yeah, that's cool. You know, it, it's just tons of opportunity. So, mm-hmm. that's awesome. so good job, Susie. Good job, Matt and Brian and whoever all else is doing that. Y'all got a 
Hole. JP, um, Titus. Yay. Uh, gosh, who else? I, yeah, there was just a small crew of us there, but uh, yeah, we had fun with it though. Yeah. Oh yeah. And Jeff, of course. I always forget about Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Did, oh, didn't yeah. Uh, didn't everyone go home with something, or at least like ten or eleven people go home with something? Yep. Awesome. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, everybody went home yeah. with something. That that's awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah, no. If you're uh, if you're somebody that's for the giveaways, you should definitely should come. You to should these definitely come. And, yeah, yeah. And the it's entry fee is affordable, and I like free stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I, you know, I'd asked when I was supposed to come. I'd ask Brian. I was like, so can I get in on this one? <laughs> He's like, well, Matt's fishing, sir. I was like, okay, as long as we can. Yeah, it makes it makes me want to come. You know, I don't want to just <laughs> yeah. come work. I want to. I want to hang you out. <laughs> take the big checks home. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to take Even if take like your tech didn't have like money per se, like we put your, what your prize was on it, you yeah, know. That was so pretty neat. Kind of <laughs> well, that's awesome. So, uh, you know, congrats to you guys on that. Uh, I do want to ask y'all um, with there being an angler of the year situation. And obviously this is the first event, Jackson, you're in the lead. Uh, does this make you change your schedule up a little bit and try and, follow this around as much as you can i mean for me i'm gonna fish like as many of them as i can like the closer ones uh i'm not gonna be able to fish cold water uh i didn't realize that was the same day as hartwell um for oh, the Hobie event. Yep. yes so i wish i could fish cold water because I, I love that channel lakes um I, like i really that's very good fishery um Ooh. but i mean whatever whatever ones i can fish i mean i'll fish i mean i had a blast so Awesome. What about you, Matt? Uh, I'm not going to make the cold water chain either. Um, I don't know about the rest yet. We'll, we'll kind of have to see where it, where it all fits in. So I, I don't know. It's been, it's been really busy with IKA stuff. And then also with uh, some Kirby stuff that I've been fishing. So it's yeah, been kind of full. So. Well, Susie leading off of that, what does paddle and fin trail have up next? Uh, well, like these guys were saying, the Coldwater Trail is our next event, which is happening on May 15th. This is also in conjunction with um, the Topwater Series. They have a Northern Indiana uh, league um, that we're going to be teaming up with and uh, pretty much running for them, basically. Um, so, yeah, we've already got eight, eight anglers signed up right now. So uh, if you guys are interested in signing up, head on over to Tourney X and just uh, on the main page there, scroll down to you find Paddle and Finn. And then uh, you can sign up on there. It is a $80 entry fee. And of course, you know, if we have, um, you know, enough anglers, we'll pay out uh, the top 10% uh, of the field. And uh, plus, you know, awesome prizes, stuff like that. And uh, yeah, hoping to see a lot of people come out for that one. Heck yeah. Hopefully the weather plays out and everybody listens to this. And I mean, it's just all been good news coming from all the people that's fished it. So y'all are just missing out. It's a, so. it's a good chain. You'll catch a lot of fish. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> I'll have to get some tips for you because I'm going to fish it for fun the day before. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> Well, guys, I don't want to keep you all. I know it's, you know, Monday night and everybody's got work and class and all sorts of stuff. So, uh, 
before we close out here, um, give y'all a chance to tell us who makes fishing easier for you. So Matt, you want to, you want to start us off? Yeah. First off, I want to congratulate Jackson on an awesome, awesome win up there. Man. Uh, Thank you. He's an awesome angler, but man, he's a, he's a great guy too, off the water. Um, so congrats to him. That, that was awesome. Thank you, Matt. Yeah. Um, yeah. New canoe, uh, moving water outfitters, uh, in Zionsville, uh, they sponsor, um, our local series here and it's just a great kayak shop, great local kayak shop, uh, pH custom lures, um, secret lures, uh, the stupid tube. If you haven't heard of it, I mean, it just flat out catches fish. I everywhere. still need to get some of those. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they are, they are ridiculously good. Um, but yeah, they, uh, the, yeah, the flipping tube for you, Jimmy. That's what you need down there. The four two, it's gonna be killer, yeah. dude. I like. I've paid attention to that stuff. I've looked into it. Me and you've talked about it. And then just like as soon as it's over with, I don't think about making an order. Yeah. So like, I just I I was thinking about it on the river this weekend. Was like, <laughs> I wish I had some tubes. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's good, and uh, even the like the four two, you know, even for its size, it's really good on the on rivers too. If you want to just kind of upsize just a little bit, it's yeah, really good. Um, yeah, you know, th- thanks to all those to to you know that makes it much easier for me to do uh, what what I li- love to do, and that's kayak fish. Um, also thanks to, to Susie, um, uh, for the tournament, uh, man, it was smooth. It, it ran really, really smooth. I, I didn't see any hiccups Didn't hit, hear any complaints. It was awesome. It was a great time. Uh, Brian, all the paddle and fin crew, you know, Titus, Jeff, uh, for following us all day and getting some of that coverage. That uh, was a lot of fun. Uh, it was a lot of fun seeing, seeing Titus and those guys out on the river. So thank you to, to paddle and fin. <laughs> oh yeah shout, shout those guys out for sure you know we yeah. we did it on del hollow i don't know if y'all had the connectivity issues we had out there but it definitely seemed like everything did go way smoother you know del hollow where we're at is like you're yeah. literally around nothing and nowhere yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like i already had low hopes on that when we were doing that and was like there, like you would we'd get one guy in live long enough you could see his face and then it was just gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. It, it seemed uh seemed to be uh much better up there at Tippecanoe. Yeah. Uh, with the reception and everything. Yeah. Nice. I think those guys had a good time too. I know Jeff caught a Jeff caught a pretty good size walleye. Yeah, so, yeah I did. actually saw him catch it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I think I think it got off like right at the boat. I'm pretty uh, sure. Yeah, he saw it though. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff Hep's an awesome guy, man. He's yeah, he super nice, very generous person, and he definitely fits right in with us, man. Like he went to go get like gas or something or run to the store where we were at Del Hollow and like he went over that bridge that goes over the West Fort, ran down this rock face with one rod. Called a couple smallmouth real quick to his pictures and went back on his way. Like, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I was like, that's great, man. But yeah, so uh, Jackson, who makes fishing easier for you, man? No, what? Well, first, um, I want to congratulate Matt. Uh, one more fish, he would have beat me for sure. Um, <laughs> and then uh, I, I want to thank you guys uh, seriously for having, having us on tonight and then for for running such a great tournament. I, I had a blast. Like that was probably one of the best days I've had on the river, um, any river in Indiana. Uh, so it, it was fun. And then 
been very blessed uh, for all my sponsors, you know, Picasso Lures, St. Croix Rods, Gill Fishing, Hobie, Eagle Claw, Chokar, uh, Real Blaza, um, Yak Gear, Attorney Tag. Couldn't have done it without them, uh, especially on the river with all that water coming up. Um, and Tourney X, Fishing Online, Calco's Fishing, uh, Dakota Lithium, uh, Dry Dock, Marine Center, my local Hobie dealer. Very blessed to be on their team. Uh, real tree fishing and kayak fishing. Uh, I got a leg problem and kayak fishing. Like, I use that thing in the truck. I use it in the kayak. I mean, it it just works. Like, it's insane. So yeah, no, that that cushion works yeah. just about everywhere. <laughs> yeah, but no, it's been it's been awesome. Thank you guys very much. <laughs> <laughs> I knew one of us was sitting on one. Mine's like sitting right outside right now. But I knew some somebody had it. <laughs> Well, man, we're glad, to, so glad to have y'all on, Jackson. It's always, always a pleasure to talk to you, man. You're, you're doing great things for somebody your age, man. And I, I know it gets it, said so a so. lot, and it probably, it gets, you probably gets on your nerves hearing it. But man, you're, no. you're, you're somebody. I guarantee you, in ten years, we'll be hearing about you on a totally different, you know, stage uh, of competition oh, yeah. or something. You know, Thank whether you, you, I'm gonna give him my all seriously. Thank, that means a lot to me. Um, like I mean, every every word like of encouragement and support. Seriously, I take that to heart, and um, I'm gonna chase my dreams and uh, hopefully, um, you know, just follow God's path and where He takes me. So I'm excited. For sure, man. Heck yeah, man. That's awesome. <laughs> well, Matt, I also appreciate you coming on, man, and again helping helping them with everything on the back end that you've been able to do and for whatever else y'all have got in the future for paddling Finn and the trail series, you know, I, we appreciate it. I appreciate it. And everybody else appreciates it. So, <laughs> well, again, thanks guys. I will let y'all go. I'm sure I'll see y'all again soon. Jackson, I figure it's only a matter of time for we get you back on for a big national win. So. <laughs> Could be Hartwell, you know, no. Hey, I'll call it right now. If if you're Hartwell, I will make sure that we have you back on that Monday for that one, just so I can say you called it. (laughs) All right, everybody. We all have a good night, and we'll holler at y'all later. All right, you guys too. Thank you. Another good show. Love talking with you guys. Good stuff. Good stuff indeed. You know, you guys were talking about – top water and everything i had my uh my first live tournament where i was actually a competitor in uh this past weekend on yesterday uh the kbl event was on uh, newton lake in illinois and uh, i got all of my fish on a buzz bait nice it was awesome and heartbreaking wow. at the same time because like i lost god oh god i don't know like four big fish i mean they were probably you know 18 plus or something like that. Cause I was constantly catching, you know, 17, 18, 18, you know, and then I lost the rest. Um, I luckily got my limit, but I had two shorts. They were both 13. So it was like 81 and a half inches, but I mean, it was a, it was a tough day for like majority of the field yesterday. And out of 47 anglers, uh, I got seventh, uh, pending final results, but, uh, yeah, I think, uh, it was, pretty good overall no that's killer for for anybody that doesn't know Susie's somewhat modest she's a hammer <laughs> my girl can catch some good fish like i kind of get pissed when i'm having a struggling like year of fishing and Susie's like got out for five minutes called a donkey <laughs> I just rub it in <laughs> you know <laughs>
Well, well, speaking of the past tournaments, I got a rundown. We got quite a few that happened last week, and oh lord, now they're not popping up. That's not good. Here oh, we no. go. Yeah, no, I put a lot of work into getting this set up. If it doesn't work, I'm gonna be upset. <laughs> All right, so like always, just in case anybody forgot, uh, I have had some people be like, you don't shout our clubs out. Reach out to me. Reach out to Dan. Reach out to Brian, anybody in Paddle and Finn. Uh, what our little criteria is is 30 anglers in your tournament, unless you just contact us and say like, hey, we had a, you know, we only had 10 guys, but we had a hell of a weekend. You know, so keep that in mind if you want to be shouted out on here or you want us to cover cover your winners. We don't mind at all. So we're going to start with the Mountain State Kayak Anglers. They were uh, out on AEP Recreational Land. I don't even know what that stands for. I was looking for a breakdown of that. Hmm. But they did have 46 anglers, and it was a three-fish tournament. Um, Had some pretty good limits, and the top two were close. Amos Hicks uh, took the win with that one with 57 and three-quarter. Uh, Matt Davis was right on his tail with 57 and a quarter and Mike Leach had third place in that one. So congrats to those guys. Uh, next up we had, uh, NYKBF. They were out on Canandaguia Lake. We're going to go with that. Canandaguia. <laughs> Love it. They had 35 anglers. Mr. Bailey won that one with 94 and three quarter. Uh, second place, Pat, VOMA, maybe 93 and a quarter. Sorry if I mispronounce y'all's names. I'm just a simple Alabama man. <laughs> and oh, I'm really gonna mess this one up. Third place with another solid limit, Mr. Key Hun. I'm gonna go with that 85 and a quarter. You know, those are really good bags considering, you know, New York fishing. New York's one of those lake, you know, or states that people just don't really think about, you know, big, big bags out there. Mm-hmm. Moving on, we have the IKA event on Lake. Wawasi, I'm going to say that maybe might be right. Uh, first place goes to Aiden Darlington, 73 and a quarter. Second place in that one, we just had him on, Jackson, 72 and a quarter. So that kid's on a heck of a streak right now. And then third place was his dad, Mr. Jim Moore, right behind him. Oh, with nice. They do that a lot. When I first started learning about the oars, it was because their names were always so close together on the, mm, on the leaderboard. Yep. <laughs> so shout out to those guys another awesome tournament for them uh next up buckeye kayak fishing trail uh they were where were they it does not say there we go east west harbor there it is sorry about that uh clyde ikes first place 92 and a half john Warchall, second place nope sorry 91 and a half uh gregory shootman third place 89 and three quarters so again those are some Really good bags. And there was a lot of good fish caught in that one. If you want to go check it out on Tourney X, there was a lot of, you know, 18-inch plus fish caught in that tournament. Nice. So fish and definitely turn it on. Uh, next up from that, some of my good friends uh, down here in Tennessee, Tennessee Valley Kayak Anglers of Chattanooga. They were on Gunnersville and they had a hell of a lot better time than I did. Apparently, <laughs> I left one day early. Um, first place, Mr. KBN, Ryan Lambert. Uh, 59 and a quarter as a three fish tournament. Uh, second place, Brad Golden. Always hear the gold, one of the Goldens up there in the Tennessee clubs, man. Uh, 58 and a quarter. And third place, Jimmy Talley, 56 and a quarter. And shout out Mr. Steve Owens, the director and one of my great buddies. He was in fourth with uh, 56 and a quarter. Also lost the tie with a 19 versus a 20. Oh. Yep. 
Moving on, we had the Bass Nation Kayak Series at Eufaula down a little bit south of me. They had 101 anglers. They extended the registration. They got quite a few, and wouldn't you know it, Mr. Russ Snyder's won again. Uh, 91 and a half. Uh, I briefly heard him. They were on KBN the night talking about it. He was on a shad spawn bite and was doing really good. So another another big win for him. Shout out. Uh, second place was Doug Hill, 89 and a half. And third place, Dylan Lowry with 85 and a quarter. I hate I missed that one. It sounded like fun. <laughs> All right. So after that one, we've got the Texas Kayak Championship on Lake Belton. They had 35 anglers. First place, Rolando Nandon with 91. Second place, Jeremiah Smith, 86 and a quarter. Third place was Darren Williams with 80 and three quarters. Congrats to those guys. And last but not least, we had the Urban, I- Urban Angler Club of Los Angeles. We've had those guys on before. They do it a little different. They let you fish in basically anything that floats out there. Oh, and nice. it's, uh, oh yeah. They, they do pond prowlers and canoes and float tubes and all <laughs> sorts of cool stuff. Uh, 33 guys there. Anthony Garcia got the win there, 86 and a quarter. Ted Yang, 78 and a quarter for second. Alex Cox, 75 and three quarters for third. And I want to say Alex was on our show. I think he won the one we did on, but congrats again to those guys. So that was it. Tournament season still getting full. We got, I mean, there was a ton of tournaments outside of the ones we had on that had just shy of the anglers, the little mm-hmm. cap that we set, but, but yeah. So what you got next, Susie? Um, man. Uh, let's see here this week. I've got my first grubby event that I'm going to compete in. It's on my home waters here at Banner Marsh. Uh-oh. No pressure whatsoever. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> I'm uh, I'm looking forward to that. Um, I'm going to try to get out after work maybe sometime this week. The weather is kind of wonky this week, so... We'll see. If not, I'll just wing it because, you know, that's what I usually end up doing. <laughs> uh, I feel like I do better when I wing it. Right? I know. Yeah. That was kind of how I was uh, this past weekend, too. So, like, Saturday during pre-fishing, like, I wasn't, like, all about, like, you know, oh, I got to ferret out and all this other stuff. I just kind of, like, played it cool. I was like, all right, I'm going to try this. And you know, had my reasoning behind it and everything. I was like, oh, okay, got a fish. All right, good. Then I tried another thing. Oh, I got another fish. I was like, all right, well, I think I got stuff figured out. And then like the rest of the day, I just kind of like pity pattered around, you know, I was just like, all right, I'm just going to try some different stuff or whatever and got some butts. I'm like, all right, feeling pretty good, pretty confident. But I was like, well, it can always change, you know, because it was a sunny sky, but the wind, oh, the wind was gusting like 40 plus miles an hour on that Saturday. It was, it was brutal. Um, and then of course the, uh, the Buffalo gnats have arrived. And if you guys don't know what those are, those are those damned little flies that will fly around your face and go in your eyes, up your nose, in your ears, in your mouth. If you don't have anything on and they'll bite and you'll get really big and puffy from them and they just drive you absolutely bonkers. So yeah, they're here. (laughs) Um, yeah. So, um, uh, Gosh, I just lost my train of thought now. But um, yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. So then after Banner this week, then the weekend after that is um, cold water. Yeah. Cold water. Yeah. It's uh, kind of a, a, a busy time. You know, lots of stuff going on, but you know, I love it. I really wouldn't want it any other way because otherwise I'd just be sitting at home bored or, well, not really. I mean, I'd probably be fishing at Banner well, regardless. I'm doing my adult things I'm supposed to be doing. But... <laughs> Adulting, you know. Yeah. I mean, you know, ain't nobody got time for that. Um, but then, like, I think I have a pretty clear-ish schedule after the Paddle and Fin event up until June, if I remember Ooh. right, because that last weekend's Memorial Day Adam. weekend. Huh? I see Adam in the background. Was he, was he peeking around? Oh, yeah. He's, yeah. He's not tied <laughs> to the chair in the closet, folks. He's alive. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like that second to last week in May, I think, is an open weekend. So I'm just going to stay local and have some fun at Banner. You know, like my main focus this year is just to really learn that lake and understand it better and hopefully not get annihilated by the bugs. Because, yeah, once they're here, they're here for like a month, it seems. And like you got to go out there with like the full bug net and everything and just, yeah. Oh, yeah, that would suck. Well, hopefully, I, I don't know if my schedule is going to work it out, but I might be up there for cold water. All right. Um, cool. Because I was going to try and change my schedule around and just come to all the paddle and fin stuff versus a lot of the national stuff I was doing because I usually just suck at national events anyway. So Yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, like national events, I don't feel like I can just go wing it. Like, yeah, I tried, no. tried that in, on, in lacrosse last year. Absolutely garbage. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. But like local, if I just like the only event I've done local this year, I did decent at and literally didn't prefish. I just went to a place, launched from somewhere I'd never been before, and was like, "I'm going that way." <laughs> right. <Did> right? <laughs> That's worked out for me a few times, you know. Yeah, but yeah, this year, you know, I'm trying to think. Like, I don't think I'm even doing a single national event in a sense. I don't think I'm doing any KBF or any Hobie. Events, which is weird, you know, because usually I do like one or two. Um, but and this for, year, for me, it's never about the who's doing them or anything either. It's kind of right. just like where it's yeah. like, yeah, like some people, it's like, well, this one's in my town for me. And it's like, well, these are my bucket list lakes. Who's being, who's going to be there this year? That's why I'm going. Mm-hmm. Yep. But like that, you know, like I want to go back to lacrosse and then I wanted to go to Madison and. And like, so I've never been to lacrosse. I'm going to be up there three times this year. Like, I'm just like, what? The lacrosse <laughs> yeah. blows my mind because the city is like, just like if you were down here somewhere in Alabama, mm-hmm. it's definitely like fishing town. Mm-hmm. But like people talk about rednecks down here. They're <laughs> same thing up there with a different accent. Like I did not feel at all out of place and it was great. Awesome. Like I enjoyed that's part of the reason I didn't do any pre-fishing and stuff is me and my wife were enjoying ourselves so much that I just kind of <laughs> was like, we're moving here. Like, this oh, is don't great. you know? Yeah. Oh, you got to get first, up to the boat. Yeah. First guy <laughs> that called you. me in the parking lot and was like, you're not from around here, are you? Like, how could you tell? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're rambling now. Well, Susie, I appreciate it for real. Thank you for coming on and covering for Dan so he yeah, could have the night off. Anytime. It's my pleasure.
And folks, we appreciate y'all tuning in. Uh, we'll be here next Monday. I don't know what we got coming up. I haven't been looking at the schedule, so but we'll see you Monday night next week live with some more winners from some tournament somewhere in our great country or maybe outside of our country. Who knows? You never know. We might throw you a, a little loop. So uh, I'll hit you with Dan's thing. Uh, wear your PFD. Everybody be safe and we'll talk to you all soon. Good night. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode on Paddle in Finn. Don't forget to go check out our website at Paddle, the letter N, in Finn.com. Don't forget to check out the YouTube channel at Paddle in Finn. If you got a question, comment, want to hear from a future guest on a future episode, feel free to email us at Paddle, the letter N, in Finn at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Paddle in Finn on Facebook and Instagram. Shout out to our show supporters, Angler, the Angler Button and app just makes for a better time on the water and creates a virtual logbook for every fishing outing out on the water. Shout out to Rocktown Adventures, located in Northern Illinois, for all your kayaking, camping, and hiking needs. Shout out to Jigmasters Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com. to go like just full-blown redneck on these fish. This is like high-tech cane pole fishing right here. From the white sandy beaches to the crystal blue waters, enjoy the best fishing Panama City Beach has to offer during Chasing the Sun, Sundays at 9.30 a.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. Brave anglers search for the one they call king, but who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver, Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Abyss Battery, Waypoint TV.